Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hello. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. Uh, you've heard me talk about the fact I'm writing a new book called Leverage, How to Change the People You Love. It's a provocative title, I, I get it, but such an important subject. And uh, I, uh, in a moment of clarity while eating crinkle cut chips, plain crinkle cut chips if you're interested, drinking beer, um, Melbourne bitter if you're interested in watching the football, uh, a Swans game if you care to know, I had this moment of clarity where I rush straight to the whiteboard and think, and uh, and mapped out the model, the concept for how leverage works. It was a, mi- a missing piece in the puzzle for me as I'm writing this book. Uh, it was getting a bit complicated and a little weird, and that's no good for anyone. So this model solves the problem. I think if you can see this concept, you can understand how it all works together. So allow me to map this out for you today so you can get a sense of all the moving parts when it comes to maintaining leverage and and using leverage in a way that's appropriate and healthy and effective to bring change because the point is and let me reiterate this uh, against common wisdom which turns out isn't wisdom at all uh, which which says you know it's entirely inappropriate to require demand expect change from the people you love in fact that's that's totally wrong You, you need to love them for who they are to change them is, is a terrible thing to do. That's the common wisdom, but it's it's rubbish because the fact of the matter is uh, if you don't change the people you love, they'll annoy the shit out of you and you'll hate them, and that is not what anybody wants because the point is beyond the initial honeymoon period of any relationship where everything's fantastic, the next thing that happens is conflict arises. Something goes wrong. You differ on an opinion. You upset each other. You hurt each other. You disappoint each other. Something goes wrong. And now there is an opportunity for a conflict resolution scenario. So you either resolve conflict and create change, i.e. the issue is addressed and therefore there's going to be a difference in your relationship moving forward so this issue doesn't happen again, or you don't find a way to affect change and therefore conflict is not resolved and now there is stuff between you. Now the space you occupy together is polluted and you diverge. So you either resolve and move toward intimacy or you diverge and move towards an arrangement of some description. That's the only two things that can happen. So therefore, change is not only necessary, it's essential. And helping each other change is uh, it's a central part of, of intimacy, of growth, of, of meaningful and deep relationships. So don't worry about common wisdom. Just look for real wisdom. Real wisdom says you've got to change each other. Husbands are supposed to change their wives. Wives are supposed to change their husbands. Parents are supposed to change their kids. Bosses are supposed to change their employees. Friends are supposed to improve each other. That's actually how this is supposed to work. But in order to do that, you'll need leverage. So I'm not sure if you can see the tile I've used for this podcast anywhere. Maybe it's on the podcast. Uh, 
podcast that you're listening to. Maybe you'll see it on my website. If not, have a look at my Instagram account and you'll see the tile because this picture of leverage is how this works. So so we've got this fulcrum, um, this, this lever on a fulcrum with, with one person sitting down the bottom side and that's the person we're looking to change. So first thing first is the fulcrum is love. So this only works with the people you love. This only works where there is a desire to stay in relationship. If you demand change from someone that you don't know, they'll be like, wait, what? Why though? Who are you? Why, why do I listen to you? Like it, it just doesn't make sense. It only works to demand change from people you desire to remain in relationship with. So that's that's central. That goes without saying. Well, no, no, it, it needs to be said. Let's say it loudly. Love is the fulcrum. Without love, well, this soul model falls apart. So don't try changing the people you don't love or don't like or don't care about. That's uh, that's not how this works. But for the people you do care about and you do desire to, to stay in great relationship with, this is exactly how this works. So th- there are five core components to to getting leverage. Leverage is a very simple concept. It's it's basically uh, I have a way to make you do what you don't want to do. Um, and whether you like it or not, here's how this is going to play out. That's that's leverage. To get leverage, however, and to use it effectively, that is much more difficult. That requires these five building blocks. So the first one is security probably no surprise there that is the foundational block and and probably the biggest one because if you decide you're going to demand change from someone and you're insecure well you have no leverage there is there is no possible way you can hold the line if you say listen i'm not happy with this this is not going to work for me I, i need you to change this and the person says oh yeah or what well that's the end of the conversation because you can't enforce any consequences, you can't hold the line in case they take away the thing that you need. If you are if you are needy for love and affirmation and acceptance in that relationship, and then you push back or you you demand change, well, that person can just take away the thing that you need from them, and you crumble. So, in so insecurity, it, it undermines this process instantly. Um, so first, first and foremost, your your work is to solve the insecurity problem in your life and to show up secure. If you show up needy in your relationships, you you will never be able to facilitate change. Don't even try; you'll get hurt. But a secure person, all right, now now they're in the game because they don't need anything. They, they don't come in needy. They're they're able to speak from an honest truth about what they deserve. They know they deserve love. They know they they. They deserve to be treated well, and they know that they they will find a way to get that. The second piece in the puzzle is clarity. So that's the next block that stacks on top. So once you you are clear that you deserve to be loved, loved well, the next thing is to be clear about what it is that you desire. Because if you're not clear about what it is that you desire, well, you might st- still go into battle, but you'll pick the wrong battle for the wrong reasons in the wrong way. You know, or you'll fight about everything and you won't even be sure about why you're fighting or what you want to have happen. It's essential to have the clarity about, okay, so what's not the way you'd like it to be and how would you like it to be instead? Don't even bother going into battle unless you're super clear about what it is that you want. 
And so it, it makes sense, right? But this, this is not complicated, but, but it's not easy. So security is the first one. Clarity is the second one. Uh, integrity is the, is the third one. This is about if you're going to demand change from someone else, well, it makes sense to demand change from yourself first. So in, in Jesus' wisdom, take the plank out of your own eye so you can see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Or in the words of Kid President, remove the barbecue sauce stain from your own shirt before you worry about the barbecue sauce stain on your friend's shirt. It's very difficult to follow someone who is asking of you something they've never required of themselves. However, when someone has the integrity to only ask things of you that they've already asked of themselves, that they've gone first, it is so much easier to listen to what they have to say and to feel that this is not a, a, a selfish and arrogant request. There, there is some more reason to this. So if you're not going to have integrity, again, don't bother demanding change from someone else. It is going to go badly. The next block we're stacking on top of the others is maturity. Uh, and this is, all, this is all about the ability to negotiate a win-win outcome. Without maturity, you'll, you'll use your security and your clarity and integrity to go into battle and you might still come out with a win-loss scenario or a loss-loss scenario. You might still compromise or you might dominate. Uh, neither of those two are going to work very well. It's maturity, the maturity of an adult who can think win-win, who can go into battle and negotiate an outcome that works well for both of you. So this is not just about getting what you desire and you deserve. To have real leverage and to use it effectively and to create meaningful changes to help both of you get what you desire and you deserve and to do it with great skill. Without maturity, uh, this gets messy and falls apart very, very quickly. And the final block, the smallest and and probably the most important, oh, well, they're all the most important, is authority. Uh, that's the ability to hold the line and say, um, no, I'm not asking you to change this. Uh, I'm not suggesting that you're changing this. I actually demand that you change this. This this will not work for me. Here's what I'm demanding and here's what will happen if you don't. And the authority piece is the willingness, the confidence to hold the line, to enforce the consequence, to allow the other person to experience the full consequences of their choices about what happens next. So typically, I find people use authority as the first block and the only block. They'll say, well, I need you to change. Why? Well, because I'm your husband. You must do what I say. Or because I'm your dad or because I'm your boss or because I'm your friend. Therefore, I have positional authority. That's rubbish. That, that That's a horrible thing to do to someone. And that positional authority means nothing when it all is said and done. Real authority is coming from a place of security, clarity, integrity, and maturity. That's the only thing that positions you with the power to say, hey, listen, um, I'm demanding all, this change from you for all the right reasons in all the right ways, and and I will not back down. You do that, you've got great leverage, then things change. Things improve. People do things that they didn't think they were capable of doing. People address areas that they wouldn't have done without your leverage. They improve things that are, they're afraid about, that they are that dysfunctions that they're not aware about, that they that they have had long running struggles with. Things change for the better, and relationships move through conflict back into intimacy. 
Let me know if you've got any questions about that. I hope that's useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project Podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.